Yo, yo, yo. I uh, want to welcome everybody to another episode of The Real World. Um, would like to introduce my first female co-host. Woo-hoo. Really excited to bring my homegirl April into the building. Hey, y'all. Please, uh, give a little background on yourself. Background on myself. Well, Darrell and I have known each other for years and years and years, all the way back to College Park, University of Maryland. Um, I just turned 35, um, April 16th. Um, came into this year with a whole new perspective. I've always been an ambitious person, go-getter, work hard, really love my family and friends, love to travel, love to have fun. Um, All of those things still continue, but um, I'm looking to accomplish even more. So I'm going to get into why I wanted to speak with you regarding this topic. Um, To the listeners, I wanted to just kind of discuss uh, dating once you turn 30 and just kind of the whirlwind of stuff that I feel like we all go through. Uh, One reason why I thought April would be a great person to have on this. She's really outspoken. uh, And she also happens to fit into that prototypical stereotype that all black men seem to love. They love, you know, light skinned women with the wavy hair. Jay-Z has been talking about it for at least 20 years. So because of that, um, what do you expect when you're dating now? Like, what are you looking for from a guy? What I'm looking for um, is a guy that's just genuine. Be honest. Be real. Let's have fun. Um, be goal-oriented. Um, family is big to me. Family-oriented. Um, I think the most um, common issue that you come across is people just need to keep it real. Like, if it's if you're not looking for something serious, and you know, then don't kind of take it down that road you know what I mean you can date and date with no expectations or you can date with a purpose and for me at this point in life I'm more looking for dating with a purpose um settling down um getting that partnership that mate um for life so let's kind of I want to touch on two things that you said that I guess kind of stuck out at least for me when you say you want to date for a purpose, obviously, you know, I'm assuming that that means you want to have a family, have kids, be married, yada, yada, yada. Um, do you feel like a lot of guys sell you dreams or at least they try to when they initially approach you? Um, I would say that I meet a mixed bag. So um, oftentimes you meet a really, quote unquote, great guy, right? He's not the it guy, though. Sounds a little messed up, but. You know, he could have all of those things that you talked about, but it just doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? I like this. um, My cousin actually just posted something funny about uh, me being an Aries and, you know, very independent and strong and outspoken and all of these things. So she's like, I need some type of a thug, educated, classy, well-traveled track music, you know, all of these mixed things type of guy but that's honest and you know hard work and goal oriented so kind of what I like is a little difficult I guess you would say to um put all in one um so you meet the guy that's you know really nice and respectful and dry and has the good job and owns so women still like bad boys it's not about a bad boy it's I want a good man uh-huh 
but I have a little bit of an edge. I like a little excitement in my life and not drama. Let's <laughs> be clear, though. I don't do drama at all. I don't bring the drama, so I don't expect it to be brought to me. Like, I'm very honest. Um, you know, people can talk to me about anything at any given time. So I don't see why that should be an issue, especially at this stage in life. You know what I mean? So I feel you, right? Um, I date. What I try not to do is tell women, hey, I see you as being my wife the first moment that I step down and I kind of sit with you, whatever dates we go on, mostly just because I feel like I don't want to waste your time. Uh, I feel like we're in a weird position being in, in our mid 30s. Like I'm 36. I don't know if I've ever said that on my podcast before, but when I turned 36, what I did realize was that a lot of times I can just say exactly what it is that I want from somebody. You might either be down with it or you're not. The freedom of that is that I don't have to lie. I don't have to run game. I don't have time to do like the the friend zone thing where I'm like, you know what? You need to be my best friend. We can do this and play this game for the next couple of years until you figure out I'm the one. I don't even have time for that. Like, I'm not that guy. It's either this is going to work or it's not. Right. I think that where a lot of this specifically dating goes wrong is that because I feel like our timeline is compressed some we're looking for certain things that we weren't necessarily looking for when we were younger. Right. Um, I wish it was a situation where, you know, even me, I don't want to be the 50 year old dude that's just having kids. Cause I want to be able to beat my kid at basketball until they're at least like 16, 17. <laughs> like I'm going to be pissed if they're beating me at like nine because I can't move. Right. You know what I'm saying? So while I feel you, like my timelines compressed too. Um, I think everything's a process. <laughs> like, I think the bigger problem with us dating is where do you meet people now? Like, I don't know what you do. So right. how do you meet people? So for me, um, most often I, I like the organic just, you know, in my, if it's the everyday thing, you know, meet somebody while you're out. Um, the whole little slide in the DM and all of this that's popular. I'm not, that's not really my thing. Um, I have done some like online dating and to be honest, I know it's a little funny, but I look at it like window shopping, you know, you go <laughs> shopping, you're at the mall, you're like, yeah, okay, I like this. Okay. So, but then it's still do your due diligence and it really doesn't matter. Did I meet you at the grocery store or did I meet you online? Because, um, you know, I'm kind of getting that little preview, you know. I'm so due diligence, that doesn't mean you're Googling your guys first, right? No, 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 okay. no. It's not about that. It's about look at the pictures, read, you know, whatever they may have described themselves as, so forth. And then you have some conversation with them, whether that's text or you get to the point where you actually talk to them on the phone or you get to a point where you actually meet them in person. Now, I've far less met people in real life behind online style of dating but it does open you up to other possibilities because you may be in an area that i don't even go to that's true but, I'm, but you're accessible now so and then i love to travel and stuff like that i i tend to meet people a lot when i'm traveling so you know just being out in a social setting because i'm not with all of this club this and this all of that you know we did all of that we been there done all of that, that so we did that in our 20s that was time appropriate i'm more about let's try and do things that are appropriate you know what i mean so that was time appropriate all of the hanging out this and this now it's real life it's work it's grind you know i'm putting in 
50, 60 hours a week, you know, at times. So I don't have a whole lot of time for the BS. I don't really do a whole bunch of um, like, oh, happy hour, this and this. Now in the spring and the summer, my schedule kind of relaxes a little bit. I get out and do more. But um, my normal day to day, I'm not hanging out. I'm not doing that. So big thing that you said that I noticed, um, you tend to meet people when you go out of town. Mm-hmm. You think that's because you're in the mindset where you're you're more easily accessible and not to say that like the average guy can't talk to you, but whenever you're out and about, when you go out of town, you're just free. You're not really looking for something. You're just looking to have a good time. Whatever that means, that's what you're kind of doing where when you're home, there's a certain image that you have that everybody has. So like, let's say random dude comes up to you. You might not necessarily have felt his approach. Like, I don't even know how men approach women. Uh, if I keep it real in their thirties anymore, like mm-hmm. most of the women that I've dated, like, yeah, I'll, spit some game or say something to him because i meet you out someplace but i haven't picked up somebody on the street and god knows how long mm-hmm. like i'd love to say like yo i just walked up to some girl on the street and was like hey i think you're cute <laughs> like what's up nah right i don't think that's happened since i was in my 20s mm-hmm. so when you're out of town um i'm gonna just keep it all the way real a lot of people are there just literally to have fun how do you transition that fun to all right, why don't we have something like real? Like, I'm not down for being Mrs. right now, but maybe I can be Mrs. later as long as things kind of progress in a manner that's cool for me. Right, and I mean, and that's kind of how things go. It's um, tend to, if it's um, purely vacationing, like, you know, with friends and stuff like that, and it is exactly what you described. You're just going for, you know, I'm getting away. I'm just going to have a good time. I'm going to go to some events and things like that, which, as I, again, I said, I'm not really heavily into partying like, you know, back in the 20s and stuff like that. So at home, I'm not going to this club and this spot and this and this too much. I mean, I go out every now and then, but um, the out of town setting um, usually draws people from all over. So you're not going to, you know, for instance, CIAA just happened. I didn't go. I haven't been in a couple of years. But that's a great little getaway, you know, for people late 20s, 30s, you know, stuff like that to get away. Do some day parties and some stuff like that. You're just going out, get together with your friends, catch up. And you tend to just happen to meet people and stuff like that. Um, went to Trinidad last month. Um you're talking, you're meeting people, and but people are from all over. So April got her groove back in Trinidad? No, that's not what I said. Putting <laughs> the words in my mouth. <laughs> I'm just making sure. I'm like, I'm putting, I'm trying to read the lines of the stuff you're saying. <laughs> no, but it's it's what you said. It's you're just purely going for. Hey, I have some downtime. I'm just gonna go. I'm hanging out more in a social mind frame or setting and stuff like that. So if you do that out of town, why don't you do that more when you're in town? I know, right? I mean, and like I said, spring, summer, I come out more, do more things. Like um, we're in Baltimore, so go down to the harbor, go down to some nice restaurants. Do hit a happy hour or two every now and then or some pool events or stuff like that. Um, I do like wine festivals, stuff like that. I go to things, but it's more so like events, kind of. So even that, if you're at a wine festival, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you go to that with probably a group of women. Um, It can be guys too, yeah, but mostly, yeah, mm-hmm. you'll go with your friends. Mm-hmm. Are men approaching you and stuff like this? Yeah, what? I get it. I know you're cute, <laughs> but I feel like a what lot of times, like, 
men are probably intimidated when they see groups of people together. Unless mm-hmm. you can kind of separate yourself off, yeah. they're like, ah, eh, that dude might be with her. I don't want to necessarily be disrespectful, but I think she's cute. Yeah. So, like, I feel like that's one of the things you kind of run into. Like, mm-hmm. I certainly, I mean, I'm down. Like, if I go out someplace and I think you're cute, like, I'll just approach you and talk to you. Yeah. But I certainly, I'm not going to do that if I see it's, let's say it's a group of six, three guys, three girls. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'd be like, you know look, that's my homeboy. You know, <laughs> wait a minute. You know, if you walk by and, you know, you kind of looking, looking. If I'm looking, looking, then, you know, I, I know how to separate myself. I always tell my girls, put yourself in a position to be hollered at, kind of, quote, unquote. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's obvious, like, in a big group or in a mixed group, you know, you're like, well, is she with him or? So, yeah, that's the thing that you're always trying to figure out as a guy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, you know, you get, I'm a vibes person. I'm really, like, a a sensing kind of person. So if somebody's looking me up and down, that's all fine and dandy. I can be on the street and somebody's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm fine. Very well. Thank you. Have a good day. And I keep it moving and might pick up the pace and walk faster. See, that I never want to be that guy. I'm not interested. Yeah, I would never want to be that guy. Like, if you're walking a little faster, I'm probably trying to pick up my face. Like, where did I like, go damn. wrong? Yeah, like, I, what did I, I say? I, I keep it polite, you know, but I'll keep it moving. I'm not interested. That's it. <laughs> so here's a question I want to ask you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. In our 20s, women were the everything. Uh, if you were a pretty woman, every guy wanted to, you know, get at you. Um, you were probably, and I'll say this, and it, it's unapologetic. You were probably one of those it girls when we were on campus. Like, yo, do you know April? She's bad. Everybody wants to get an April. Do you feel like the roles kind of reverse a little bit with age in terms of, like, how men are now perceived where, you know, Women are now looking at me like, okay, you make X amount of money. You have X amount of possessions. Now you're it, and I'm not necessarily the hot commodity that I used to be because I'm getting older. You can replace me with somebody younger. Mm. Like, what do you think about that? Wow, that's an interesting dynamic. And, I mean, keeping it funky, keeping it real, you know, that's the case in in many situations. Um, You know, women, with it being a, a shortage of our black males, you know, between dead and jail, homosexual, all of these other factors, it's kind of like pickings are slim. But I can only speak for me personally. I I have a great sense of um, confidence and self-worth and all of those kinds of things. I'm a pretty balanced person. So for me, I don't chase a guy. I still have, you know, that traditional role mindset in a sense and I'm gonna use that with quotes meaning you know I grew up my mom my dad they're still together 36 years um and you know mom cooked dinner every night we sit down as a family we talk about hey what's going on how's everything going what's up what's new this and this um so with that kind of perspective I work hard I I, kind of, I got everything that I have on my own. So I just am looking for more of a bring something to the table and let's work together and build from there. So my mindset isn't really like, oh, let me chase this down because it looks like a good prospect. I'm still not going to do that. Okay. Um. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know that I'm interested, but I can do the chase down thing. So I hate the term date down, but let's say a blue collar brother wants to, you know what I'm saying, uh, get at you. 
are you willing to give him the time of day? And not to say that you weren't before, mm-hmm. but because of his financial situation, again, you do your thing, you're successful, you're doing well. Maybe he doesn't do as well as you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to say he's blue collar because that's putting too many people in a box. Mm-hmm. You could be a dude that work. I work for Deloitte. He, you could do the same thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You just aren't, you know, where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Does that disqualify him from kind of, you know? Absolutely not. I'm big on character. Um, you know, people tend to show you who they are better than they can tell you who they are. People do a whole lot of talking and all of that. I listen. And it's like mental note, but let me see those actions. Do the actions line up? Because you can be a blue collar man, what have you, construction. Um, I don't care what that is. Do you do you have a good work ethic, right? Do you go to work every day? Do you work hard? Do you take that overtime when it's available? That shows me that you're willing to do whatever you need to do for your life, your family, you know, yourself, what have you, so that when we put things together we can build it's more like ambition goals stuff like that that's what i'm more interested in now don't get me wrong i mean damn you know i'm saying mcdonald's but you know what i mean uh so that's the crazy thing with and again i'm not trying to diss anybody that that works at these places not at all i feel like one of the things that's happened just because of the way that the world works now stuff that you know kids were doing when we were growing up now you got adults doing them because that's what companies are paying and they don't necessarily have certain skill sets. Mm-hmm. So you got a lot of people who, you know, they're prop they're really good people, regardless of whatever their financial situation is, but now they're locked into a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can't get out of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I can't personally say like, oh, you know what? My girlfriend, she works at McDonald's. I love it. I'd probably, you know, just being real, I want somebody to kind of match me. Yeah. Like, I'll just keep it real. Like, I'm not saying you got to make as much money as me, right. um, but I want you to be in the ballpark, right? Or yeah. at least be ambitious. Yeah. Like you could be That's a teacher making thirty five thousand exactly. dollars a year. You love teaching. You work hard at it. You're a great teacher. I'm cool with that. Exactly. But I want that ambition and that drive. Like I don't want a housewife. Right. Right. And I shared it. That's the same sentiment that um, you know I just spoke about. It's more like not well. What do you do? Where did you go to school? What is this and that? It's not more so that it's. Do you have that kind of hustle, that drive, that ambition, you know, to do whatever it takes to make this situation work out? You know? But even from a guy's perspective, the mm-hmm. stuff that you just named, I feel like that's the stuff that women are checking off on a list. Where'd you go to school? What do you do? Nah. You know, like, and maybe you're not doing that, but I feel like a lot of women are just mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't check off certain boxes? Nah, bro. Can't do it. People like, have really tall orders to fill, and I call them orders. Um, I'm more of this. This is the advice that I give to a lot, a lot of people. I just tell people, um, weigh your options. Sit down and physically write out pro and con list. And if the pros far exceed the cons, you, you better think twice about that little checklist that you have, you know? It's more about um, connection, number one, um, understanding, compromise. Ooh, that's a rough one, but it, that's big, you know. So what are your deal breakers? Deal breakers. Um, ooh, deal breakers. Um, I like kids. I don't have any kids yet um, of my own, but I like kids. So kids aren't a deal breaker. Um, See, that's big. I'm. I don't know if I can, and I know that sounds crazy. Like, I don't know if I want to play daddy. Oh, 
than somebody else's kids. And I know that, the, you know, well, I'm at the age where I either have to date much younger or you got to accept certain things. Certain things. Right. And that's something case by, I mean, but I would say, seriously, Darrell, I mean, look at it on a case by case situation. If, you know, if you meet somebody and they have all these other things going on, but they have a child and, you know, they might be divorced. Sure. That's that's a reality now. Sure. We're meeting people that have already been married. They got married young. Or we're meeting somebody that was in some relationship that didn't work out. And, sure. hey, you know, look, I have them five days a week. Their dad gets them every weekend or every other weekend. And that's what it is. So, same thing. The you way work- that you don't want women to be closed off. Sure. You know, we're supposed to accept baby mama drama and all this. No, <laughs> hell no. That's not, you know, that's double standard. So, and, and to that point, no, I'm not interested in baby mama drama. I expect that if you have a child or, or children and you're no longer with those kids' mom or what have you, that things need to be clear. They need to be as smooth as possible. Nothing is going to be perfect, but don't do, if it's baby mama drama, I'm out. You don't have your shit under control. I'm sorry. So what if they don't have drama, but let's say that they're not necessarily in the kid's life? Mm, that's, so, a, that's a red flag. So like, Why let's say that, you, you know, kid's life? I'm paying whatever child support mandates that I pay. Right. But I don't go see the kid. Nah, you know what I'm saying like I don't really have a relationship with the child because of whatever stuff that I had that with, that's gone on with the mom. So mm. like, does that disqualify him, even though technically he's fulfilling whatever his right. you know his his parental duties but he's not being a good dad damn you know and that, that's a tough one and that's something that i would really it kind of is not my business but it is my business if i'm looking to build something with you i need to know well, well what transpired as to why yes you fulfill your financial obligation and you pay child support you know does she you know try and fight you and got restraining orders and did crazy stuff and you're just like you know for my own safety and you know to protect my career and you know all of these other things i had to kind of just step back do what i'm mandated to do and hopefully as the child gets older they can reach out to me and i'll be there for them but now if it's something wild like that i mean i'm willing to talk about it i mean you just don't know People go through so many things. You just don't know. So I think it'd be safe to say that you're more willing to listen to certain things that you wouldn't have dealt with when you were 20. Right. And 20, who, you're like, what? Oh, hell no. What? <laughs> uh-uh. We, that wasn't even, you know, really thoughts that we had to think about back then. Nah, I guess you're right. You know? Like, I, the few people that I knew that had kids, um, I don't even know if they talked about it with, right. like, various women that they would deal with after that. Like, yeah. Um, I remember one of my boys had a, a child maybe a year outside of college, like two of them. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact we would go out. It's not like, oh, what do you do? I'm a dad of like one. Mm-hmm. That never ne- necessarily came up. Right. Now that's the expectation. Well, how many kids do you have? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're a package deal. So like, again, <laughs> we're checking off boxes. Do you have kids? Uh, are you working? Have you been to jail? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like it's rough. Um. I will say, and this is something that I meant to touch on that I missed. Uh, as a black man, I feel like there's a lot of us that are out here that are available. And I know that the the conception, like the misconception is that, you know, it's a bunch of men that are in jail. True. It's even more men that are gay. True. 
You got like, you know, the guys that are out here being players. There's still a lot of like, you know, Mm -hmm. black men that are frankly out here. But is it really, you know, our problem if there are a lot of women who aren't necessarily, if I'm going to just be real, they're comfortable being number twos? Like, they'll they'll be a side chick? Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, some people want to be, yeah, some people want to be number one. Some people are perfectly fine with having what they could get. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. So, talking about deal breakers, yeah, I'm not with none of that. I don't date married or or side chick status. No, I'm good. I'm good. You should be. Um, But I think that's one of the things now that we run into with. And then that has a lot to do with our media. I mean, it's being like bombarded and perpetuated on TV, you know, constantly. All of this foolishness. Now, don't get me wrong. I watch my little love and hip hops and housewives or this and that. It's entertaining to me. It's kind of comical and it's kind of crazy because I'm really like, wow, do these things really go on? I know a certain portion is scripted, but a certain portion has to have some type of truth hidden all throughout yeah, there as Yeah, I definitely well. think that uh, so, this shit happens like yeah, that. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So I watch it for entertainment, you know. But you don't want that to I'm be But I'm not going to have that in my personal life. Sure. My, my real goals are peace and happiness and life. Life is short, you know. You never know what's going to happen or how things are going to play out. We can't predict the future, what have you. So I just try and enjoy my time um, in anything that I'm doing. So, you know, and and time is an important thing. And that's something that you look back on. Um, Now we kind of touched on this when we were off the air, just chopping it up a little bit ago. You know, time is valuable. You know, you hate to look up and say, you know what? I gave this relationship a try for a year and, you know, it's like, damn, I'm 35 now or, you know, what have you. And it's kind of like, come on, we should know something, you know, not a timeline and there's no rush. But if we're working on something, it should be progression. There should be progression. But at what sort. point do you know when to give it up on something? Shit, don't ask me because I'd be like, nigga, bye. <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like that's, you know, uh, you that's kind of where I'm a lot saying, of us are. Like, I feel like you know, I mean, we're at the point where we feel like we can replace the next person real quick. And that's why I'm asking, like, if you're not doing whatever it is that I need you to do mm-hmm. in my 20s, I was willing to compromise and wait mm-hmm. in my 30s. I'm like, you know what? Nah, not going to be able to do it. Like, yeah. I'm out. Like, yeah, I can get somebody else to do the same thing that you're not doing. Yeah. And but I they mean, come with their own problems. But, like, I'm willing to take that chance that I'll be better off with the next person. Yeah, and they always say, you know, everybody has their little stuff. Whose stuff are you willing to put up with? And see, and that that just depends on what category are we talking about. Are we talking about minor things like, oh, you, you know, smack when you chew. I do that sometimes when I'm home, not out in public. But, you know, <laughs> so I'm guilty of something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, does that irritate you to the point where... Oh, no, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. That's I'm, We're not talking about minor stuff. When you're talking about, hey, you know, I've kind of been dating this person for X amount of time and I don't really see a future. I'm out. But what's the it factor that says I see a future in somebody? I don't know. Like I, I'm not married, so I, I don't know either. I've lived know, with, yeah, I, I've lived I, I with one woman in my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where... If the chips would have fell where they made, that's probably who I would have married. Yeah. Um, but outside of that one situation, yeah. I can't say I know what's right. 
and and it goes back to you. I'm like a a, a sensing connection kind of go with the gut kind of person. I feel like you will just know or you will just feel a strong sense of, you know what, this is worthwhile for me to stick this out and that out, whatever those it's and that's might be. Um, and again, not anything blatantly disrespectful and out of pocket and out of order, nothing outlandish like that. But, you know, those things that you might need to tweak, you might need to communicate and you might need to revisit certain things over and over, not nagging. That's not cool on either party, but, um, you know, to really kind of work those little kinks out. So I think one of the things that's cool, uh, most of my friends that have been married have said something really similar about, uh, women guys that they ended up marrying. Something said along the lines of, you know what, they're the best person that I know. Mm. And when they start talking about people in that kind of, you know, in that kind of language, that's when I'm kind of thinking to myself, okay, I know you're ready. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're checked out. You're not looking at another woman. You don't want anybody else. You're probably happy where you are. Mm-hmm. I think for the rest of us, I don't want to say I'm just looking for, like, Mrs. Right Now. Um, that was probably me in my 20s. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having fun. But I do agree that now I'm trying to find things for a purpose because, again, I don't want to be the old dude in a club. Once yeah. all of your friends start having kids, you're like, man. What are you going to join the club? Like, I don't know. Like, it's a, it's so much when you find, like, you you feel like you're the last. Uh, I talk with one of my homeboys about this all the time where he's like, yo, like, I want to be married, but I don't know if things are right. And he's just like, everybody around me, just mm. one by one, they're falling off. It's mm. like, what do we do? <laughs> falling off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, a messed up perspective. Yeah, that but if terrible. you feel, as a guy, it's like a click. So, yeah. like, we could kind of do whatever we want. We won't have to a- answer to nobody. And then once that click starts getting smaller and smaller, that's the pressure that we get to get married. Mm -hmm. It's not from like a woman telling us, you know what, I'm ready. It's like, you know what, Mm -hmm. what are my friends doing? Like, we can't hang out no more. Like, nah, I can't do this by myself. Like, that's when you start (laughs) feeling it, at least for me. And a lot of my friends say the same thing. Um, I remember the first of us that fell off and got married. He was like happy about it. And then all of a sudden, one by one. Everybody just started jumping on the train, and he mm-hmm. was the first one. And he's just like, "Yeah, man!" Like now, he's the one. Like, "Yo, we need to have a guys trip together and go away somewhere." Yeah. First he off, like, your wife. Really? Yeah. First off, your wife. Your wife's not letting you leave for that long. <laughs> but we still try to do that. Like as men, I think yeah. that that's a good thing to just yeah. kind of get away. We just too old to really party and stuff. But. Yeah, yeah. Party with a with a limitations. That's all now. You know, and it's funny because people go, oh, like my family and stuff. Oh, God. They're like, oh, when are you going to have a kid? When are you going to have a kid? We're going to be too old to help you if, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm not married. And I've gone out on dates or what have you with guys. They're like, you don't have any kids? Whoa, whoa. Why? I'm like, I'm not married. I I, I really do not want to be a single parent. I really just don't want that for my life. I really don't. But I think that's a good thing. And nothing is is wrong with it. Don't don't get me wrong. But for my life, I just I really just don't want that scenario. You know, so I wait. My mom's a single parent. Right. So this is why I'm not I would never diss women or anybody that happens to be in that position. Yeah. But that's also why I don't want to do that. I saw the struggles my mom right. had. And even as a kid, like, I might not necessarily have understood them. Uh, but as an adult, I damn sure knew, you know, my mom sacrificed a lot for me to be right. where I'm at. Right. 
I think I'm probably a little more selfish, so I don't want to necessarily do that. <laughs> like, it's easier if I have a second person yeah. where, like, you know, me and my wife can kind of work this out. Um, maybe yeah. I can still keep my jump shot going for a little bit longer. But if, yeah. you know, if it's just me, what when do I have time for? My kid becomes my everything. Like, yeah. it's working and my kid. And that's it. And that's the whole shift of focus, you know, goes from me to the child. You know, I'm a little spoiled, you know, the youngest. Um, so that kind of... It's like a scary dynamic. Oh, God, if I'm a single parent, like, how is that going to work out? I'm used to just doing, doing you. whatever I want to yeah, do, do you. when I think of it. I, and I'm full of ideas, so I'm always up to something. So, you know, it's just it's just not really what I would want. That's all. So, like I said, I'll wait. Do you ever get scared or worry that it might not happen? Not scared. Um, face reality that there's a possibility that it might not happen. That's really real. But I'm okay with that, too. It's not my number one choice, but I would be okay with it. If that happens, are you going to have cats? <laughs> Hell no. Okay. No, I'm not a cat person. I'm a dog person, but I don't have um, any pets because, again, that's tying me down. Like, yeah. I got to find doggy daycare and all this other stuff. You got a so, two-year-old for life. Yeah, you know? So it's like... No, I'm not that person either. And then I, I'm kind of in a different situation. I have a really big family, nine nieces and nephews, 11 great nieces and nephews. I can go pick up a kid for a weekend. Hey, love you. Let's do this. Let's do that. Boom. All right. You're getting on my nerves. Pack up. Bye-bye. Go home. You so know? you spoil all the kids and I then send them home. And send them home. Yo, I'd hate you as my <laughs> sister. I'd be like, yo, what are you doing to my kid, man? They were cool before they hung out That's with you right. for that weekend. They do movie nights, snacks, this, that. They turn on the fireplace. They do all this crazy stuff. They yeah, you care. give them all the sugar and stuff. You know, that's fine. That's what I'm here for. So here's some stuff that I want to kind of figure out. Um, we both agree that at our age, we're willing to at least compromise with more things, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you'll hear out certain stories that you wouldn't hear when you were younger. Um, you're dating for a purpose. So you're not just dating just to say that you have somebody on your arm. Mm -hmm. uh, you're more willing to kind of deal with people who before, maybe you didn't necessarily catch my eye. Well, no, we didn't actually discuss that. Um, mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. if like mm -hmm. dude checks off eight of 10 proverbial boxes? Uh, he's exciting that you were, you were talking about. He's pretty successful. Um, Let's say he's not the most attractive person, but he's not an ugly dude. Right, right. But, you know, he's not the level of like, yo, I loved this dude before. And please don't nobody think I'm gay for saying that. But I'm speaking like in a woman's <laughs> thing as I got something thrown at me. Right. Not by me, though. <laughs> right. We have we have a friend in the back here. <laughs> um, But what do you think? Like, what happens with a scenario like and that? And it's so funny that you touched on that because. You know, I do have a little tad bit of superficiality. You know, I like a certain kind of look. Um, not all the same look, but I do like certain things or I'm attracted to certain things. So that is something that I have made a point of being more open-minded on. Somebody that does kind of quote-unquote check off on major things but I was like, so you'll maybe, date a short dude, huh? So you'll date a short dude. I'll date a short guy. Okay, so height's not on your height's your look. not on no. Okay, height's not an issue. Yeah, so it's kind of like I'm I'm working. I have worked on kind of getting out of that kind of a mind frame too. Yeah, 
I'm not there. I'm just keep it real. Damn. Nah, I'm gonna keep it real. Like, I said I worked on it. I don't yeah. know how great I've been at it, but I am trying to keep that piece of my mind a little more open. Look, my mother is terrible. She's like, just put a paper bag on the head. I'm like, mom, really? that don't really Come work. On, yeah, because <laughs> what are my kids gonna look like? Right, right. At the end of the day, and this might this might sound terrible. If my friends don't like you or they think that you're not as attractive as maybe random girl X, I don't care. That's but gonna, oh. I have to be attracted to you. Right, right. Like, ultimately speaking, if there's something about you that's not doing it for me, mm-hmm. we can't go any further. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I have a type specifically. Yeah. But I certainly know, like, I know what I like. And if I like it, I'm down. But if it's not, like, you could be the greatest person in the world. Right. I And maybe I'm just thinking you're too nice. Like, yeah, you know, we kind of... Yeah, we share that similar sentiment. So I've I've tried to expand my thought process in that area a little bit. Because people are attractive in different ways, though. My attractive kind of guy might not be somebody else's. You know what I mean? That's fair. I've had some of my friends or, or family members or whatever date a guy, and they're like, oh, he looks so good. And I'm like, eh, but that's me. You like it, I love it for you. Right. But... That's not going to work for me. You know what I mean? So try and be a little more flexible. Would you date a white guy? Area. I, in my mind, Darrell, I would like to date a white guy. However, in reality, <laughs> to be really, really honest, you know, I'm like, I can do corporate, all of this. And then I like, you know, what happens when I'm in a truck bumping all my little track music. Like, how does that work out? I wonder. I've never dated a white guy for the record, um, which is why I have these questions. Um, But ultimately, to be really 100 percent, I do not believe that I could bring a white man home to my dad who has been a really hardworking black man all of his life. And bring a white man home to him. So your your dad you is a, I'm I mean. a so many. Your dad is like Denzel and Fences. He's like that kind of like hard working dude where he worked hard for his family all his life, and not like the negative stuff. But yeah. that's your your reason for saying like you just wouldn't do it because of him. And that's fair to say. And you know, you know I'm, I'm I can't. I'm not going to 100 percent say because you never know who you could fall in love with or who things might work out with. But in my mind, I'm like, dang. I would really have a conversation with my dad like that. You know, I really am dating this guy and he's perspective, you know, son-in-law material type of thing. How, what do you think about that? I would, I would at least give him the respect of having a conversation about it. Cause I don't want him to feel like it's a slap in the face. Like, you know what I'm saying? And not to say that he would feel that way. I feel like he might feel that way. That's just me. So I think that my mom would probably have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just being black women hate when, you know, black men tend to date outside their race. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to act in front like everything's cool. You could do what you want. But unless you happen to be either black or Latina, my mom's not really rocking with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, you know, I'd be honest and say that, like, while she'll accept anything that I did and she'd love that person. Mm-hmm. Her first preference would not be that. Right. Um, and you feel like because mom was a single mom, mom worked really hard to support me and take care of everything growing up and this and that, you know, kind of along those same nah, sentiments. No, nah, I don't. So nah. if if ultimately I thought she would make me happy, um, I would just have to explain that to my mom. Right. Like I talk to her. It's a conversation. Yeah. But I'll keep it real. I've never dated a white woman. Okay. Uh, 
and it's not anything weird. I don't want to say I'm not attracted to him because that's like wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every guy that I know loves Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> but in the same sense, like I love black women. Mm-hmm. So I tend to stick to that side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Like I deal with like, you know, uh, the area that I know I love and they love me back. Mm-hmm. Plus, I don't think I got white girl game. Like I feel like you got to be mad corny. <laughs> For like white women to love you, like if you're the corny so you, black you dude, too cool. you too yeah, cool. I feel like I am. That some other people might not agree, but I always thought I was mad cool. So whenever I tried, like they weren't feeling what I was saying. They're like, nah. What about your friend right there? Like, <laughs> you like him? What? Right? Like over me? Like how? I get more play than he does. Loving him. Um, he it knows who he work is. Out for you in yeah, that area, huh? totally. Um, so because of that, I mean, I'm fine with it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that. I per, I guess dating a minority would be my preference for a few reasons. Mm-hmm. One, they understand the struggle. Mm-hmm. They've kind of gone through all of the stuff that we've had. Um, you know, that walking outside the door, people tend to look at you for reasons other than just, you know, you being a person. Like, I'm stereotyped all of the time, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. It's usually bad. Um, I remember when we were younger and we dressed a certain way, you know, people would look at us like, oh, you're a thug. I don't want to be one of these kids that were shot because, you know, right. I wore like do rags and rockaway jeans that were way too big with, mm-hmm. I don't know what the kids are doing now, but like, you don't want to run into that just for, you know, being you. But mm-hmm. I feel like a minority woman uh, understands that. Right. That's not something that y'all will have a disagreement with. So it's more about instead of it just being based on their color, it's based on just what they kind of can I don't want to say accept, but just, you know, them just seeing life. And like, yeah. um, you know, cultural experiences right. and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that would be my reason for not wanting to really bring a white woman home. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it works out for people that do that. Like, I'm not going to say don't. You could be, uh, what was it? Like, guess who's coming to dinner? The Sydney Portier joint right. that they remade or a bunch of times. you could turn out like, get out. You know I mean? Hey, yeah. Go I don't want, yeah. They might be trying to kill me. <laughs> Like they not feeling me either, um. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, if you you've seen, I don't know if people seen the Boondocks. You could be Colombia. Colombia is like the most interracial city I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like every time you go to Colombia, somebody is in the mall. It's interracial couples. That's great. Uh-huh. I honestly, I'm glad for all of y'all. I hope it works out. I just don't think I can be that dude. Mm-hmm. Now you would you a hundred percent be close to it if something kind of came across your path. Nah, it it have to be the right person. Right. Yeah, right. if it's the right person, I'd never say no to mo- like most things. The right person can change your mind about almost anything. Right. And if you're not willing to be open to that, I feel like you've already lost. Okay. Like think of how many times you'll set yourself up for not experiencing something just because you won't even have a conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying like that's why I would love to say like, hey, you know what? You gotta have your five eight. You're, you know what I'm saying? You got long hair. You got these color eyes. Body is looking like ABC. And those are the only one I'm, women I'm going to date. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Like, right. you're, you're narrowing your scope and then you don't necessarily get the chance to experience people. I can meet a great person who might just be 5'3". Mm-hmm. That's okay. Right. <laughs> and if I ever say that I'm going to limit myself, that's where I feel like, again, I'm losing. Like, why would I do that to myself? Right. So now to flip the script, what's what's on the men's checklist, you know, for women like. And then what has been on the checklist that now is falling off, is falling off. Uh, I feel like nothing's falling off, to be real. Um, 
maybe I'm just stubborn. Like I haven't given it up yet. But what's your sign, Darrell? Pisces. Oh goodness. Okay. I feel like I'm the sign that always hurts people. Like, <laughs> yeah, Beyonce said this years ago. Like Pisces always gets the short end of the stick. But if I'm thinking, I want first and foremost, like whatever woman I want, I want you to be my best friend, and not in that cliche way. But like, I feel like we could potentially do everything together. Not to say that I need you sitting up watching basketball with me when it's not your thing or doing stuff like, oh, I'm gonna go shoot jump shots in the gym. Now I don't need you to come with me, but at least you're no, cool with me doing it. Yeah, like I don't need that. Like I, you could be my Vanessa to Kobe. Like he's happy with that. Mm-hmm. But I just want somebody where we have the ability to do all things and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like there's no tension. There's nothing weird. We just enjoy each other. Um, I want you to be, a, you know, have the potential to be a good mom. So I'm assuming that that, that makes you really family oriented. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I come from a broken home. Um, I don't necessarily speak to my dad the way that I'm s- supposed to if I keep it all the way real. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have that be my child's thing. Right. So I'm hoping that my wife will push me to be better. Mm-hmm. So it's not even necessarily like a list of like physical things that I'm looking for from being real. Mm-hmm. It's just like emotional stuff and, you know, just lifestyle choices where she's going to make me a better person. If she's checking off those boxes, we good. Right. Like we really are. That's like good. whether you got, you know uh big b's to double d's or anything in between i hope you don't have like a fake you know like the the butt injections like i don't really rock with that but you know what i'm saying like i'm not even gonna say like she has to be a natural woman mm-hmm. like if you don't have a weave i'm rocking with it if you got a weave as long as it looks good i'll rock with that too right. like just is what it is yeah. i felt like a lot of times like men get mad specific and picky women that are pretty across the spectrum like you don't have to be light skin a dark right. skin a brown skin i don't care right and I, I don't have a type quote unquote in that regard either i tend to like you know like a athletic kind of build and you know i like nice hair um i don't know but it's been kind of all over the place light skin brown skin i don't know beard no facial hair i don't know it's just i feel like guys I'm with beards are women are right, like winning right now like I they're know, the right? end thing yeah beards i'm like are, i can't grow nice i can't grow a beard i'm a hater so like <laughs> <laughs> i feel like in my lifetime it's been like the light-skinned dudes so if you're like the albie sure christopher williams dudes and then they went out though. they went out yeah. then it was like the dark-skinned dudes that were winning for a while so like if you were like tyrese or something like that like mm-hmm. them dudes was winning now it's dudes with beards I'm like, I ain't been none of these dudes. Like, when no, no, a brown skin right. bro, brothers hey, going to just be but in? You, but you still, you know. Hey, I mean, I do all right. Yeah. So, I, hey. I do all right. But I'm still like, man, I want us to be in for a little bit. It'd be nice. I'm like, Start I hate a these trend. dudes a bit. Start yeah. A trend. I'm like, I can't grow a beard to save my life. It's terrible. Right. Right. Like, I tried all this stuff. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not buying no beard oil or nothing crazy. But well, like, um, you know, they do those uh, weaves. They do them for men's hair. They probably could put a beard on there, you know. So there's a video, right? <laughs> Like I saw this this dude was straight up bald, and they basically like colored in his whole head and gave my man like a dark beard, and we're just sitting there like, yo, like really, you just messed up the whole game for men, <laughs> like just let it go, but bro. Do you know, I've seen some of these videos where you know the hairstylist is constructing this man weave kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because the women are like, oh, this is crazy. Oh, he would need to disclose that he has that, I this and this. But chick, you getting a weave, that's all you wear. Yeah. We don't even know what your hair looks like. 
This, I'm looking do, at your cost of some of everything. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like hair curly. I'll get it braided, pop a weave in every now. I, I just change up all the time. But I, I can have, respect that, but that's the thing that's killer to me. Like women got mad things to enhance stuff right now. Yeah. Like I'm gonna keep it real. Whoever started making like what are they leggings now? Everything is like form building. It it's not what you actually look like. Like everybody looks like they got a fatty when they walking around to the gym in Nike tights. I'm like. <laughs> Women weren't built like this when we were younger. Like, what the hell? AD, I'm going to tell you something really funny. My homeboy was talking to me, and he said, you know what? I was talking to this chick. I got her home. We're in the bedroom. She takes off all her clothes, including that body magic shit that I didn't know she had on, and she looked like E.T. all yep. up under there. Yep. Stuff just fell out everywhere. I was like, get out of here. There's nothing cool about nothing no more. <laughs> like... I'm on Instagram and I swear, like, I see this ad for some, like, bra that I'm not even trying to look for. I'm going to keep it real. It's like some sneaky bra that basically, like, is strapless and everything else. So I might be looking at you like, yo, all right, she's a looking all right. sneaky bra. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, it's not. Like, stop tricking me. Why is it? Why Why is everything got to be a trick? Right. I'm perfectly fine with you looking like right. that. Y'all can't put on little butt pad underwear. Nah, we can't do nothing. Little, that. Yeah, like, you know, that has a little cheeks hanging out to make that. it look like you got. Nah, men can't do none of that. <laughs> Like, if you a guy, you got what you got. Like, there's no saving you. But right. women, I'm telling you, like, I've women seen it all. have some tricks up there, sleeve. It ain't know? one. Yeah. If it's not, like, what was it? Like, I feel, I feel like maybe, like, a year or two ago, people that's, that's still probably doing a waist training. Mm-hmm. It's always something. Mm-hmm. So, you got eyes. Like, I've seen contacts in my lifetime. Hey, I play with contacts, depending on how I feel. I'm not even knocking you. Yeah, I'm not even knocking you. But here's a little ways that I don't know who's who. Right. You got eyes, hair. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like push up bras. Like you said, you got the butt pads. You got the like everything's form fitting. So like whatever pants you got, it's gonna give you a certain appearance. You know what I'm saying? You got spanks. I don't know if spanks are still cool, but that was a thing for a minute. Mm -hmm. You literally got all of this shit where I'm like, yo. I don't know what's what. Right. Like, like, I can't, yeah, I can't be sold. Like, I got to see you naked and not even on some perv <laughs> shit. Like, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. Like, I can't ask you that. I can't be like, yo, I need to see a nude after date number two. But I'm thinking to myself. <laughs> like, I wonder, does she really look like this? Right. Right. Like, please look like this. Please look like this. <laughs> Fortunately, I date women that, you know, that hasn't been the case. And I don't have no, like, crazy stories. But. Right. I do have a friend that had a crazy story. Like, oh, what's the crazy story? So, um, he was dating his girl, and apparently she had like, uh, like one of her breasts was bigger than the other one. So, like, one was like a D, the other was like a B. Mm-hmm. So, you know, imagine his surprise when like they go home and they're about to get it popping, and he right. sees that, and he's just like. I'm not even trying to make her feel uncomfortable, but he's like, now I feel weird because I feel like I'm tricked. And I'm like, yo, you can't say anything about that. Like, that's a conversation that y'all could potentially have when she's ready to have it. I don't know how you touch that because you don't want to make anybody feel Feel bad about, you know what I'm saying? Like what they're going through or what they have. And see, and then that comes to, that's like a sensitive area or what have you. So how do you bring that up? You You don't. As a man, I can't. Right, right. I'm going to keep it real. There's certain stuff as a man I'm not touching. Like, yeah. if it's something that's like, and it's, I don't want to say it's wrong with your appearance, but if there's something about your appearance that you cannot change, yeah. I cannot touch that. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, let's say that you could lose like 10 pounds. We probably will need to be real tight for me to be like, babe, like, why don't you start coming to the gym with me? Mm-hmm. On date number one, I can't tell you, yo, you'd be 
a dime if you go out and you lost 10 pounds. Right. You're yeah, going to smack yeah, me and look yeah. at me crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, like we really? got, yeah, I got to have a certain comfort level mm-hmm. with you. Um, but you also got to be willing to take the criticism yourself because none of us are perfect. Like right. shorty might be like, yo, like, you know what? When we first met, like your waves used to be 360s. Now they're not spinning at all. Like what the what's now going on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like now your corners is all bad. Yeah. Like what's going on? Maybe you do need to go get like the little like weave for men. Get that Beijing. Nah, because then you're gonna look, like you ever see Carlos Boozer? So like the Wait, the lights and did yeah, down. it was running down yeah. when he's playing ball. Where somebody told him it was a good idea to get that. Yeah. I can't be that dude. Yeah, that's a little rough. Now the new thing is they put like what they call hair fibers in your hair. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I've seen it. Like, fortunately, I don't need it, but like, they spray the joint on and they give you your corners and fix everything. Oh wow! See? Yeah, that's that's the Helping new like out. that's the new trick for men. Okay. Sorry, guys. Thank you, thank you. I'll be like rub my fingers across. <laughs> yeah, tell like, him. Hey, yeah, this is black stuff on my hand. Yeah, tell him to wash his hair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You tell him to wash that's his true. hair. And you know what? But to be honest, if you, if he did it, oh well. Okay, I pop a weave in every now and then, or, or whatever I might do. It's like. All right. But you do know this, right? What? That if a man has a receding hairline, it's his mom's fault. It is the mother's yeah. side. Yeah. It's yeah. the maternal side. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, this is true. I thank my mom all the time. Like, yo, thank you. I did not get screwed. Like, yeah. everybody in my family just has gray hair, but you have your hair. Right. We were talking about hair the other day, and it's kind of like, you know, men go through a thing some guys lose their hair in their 20s some guys keep a head full of hair all of their life it's just such a wide spectrum that it is what it is yeah we're i got getting lucky. older we were just discussing like um guys have gray so as we're going into our mid-30s to 40s you know age range right. of people that you might be dating and stuff like that gray hair what have you whatever i don't dye my hair either all right yeah and, i'm and lucky your hair is nice and dark right i'm I like i don't dye my hair but that was the the compromise <laughs> i had to make instead of having a beard right like so god see, was like you can't have it all right you're not going bald right but you can't get that beard brother. right it's okay you know so it's like that that's minor stuff i'm not worried about gray hair this and that bald hair out that's whatever you know just want somebody that's gonna treat you right that's right do right do right but you know what I have found, and this is something that I tell the people, and I'm really like a realist. I look at things for what they really, really are. And the biggest thing is, I tell people this, don't put out expectations of things that you yourself are not willing to do. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's real. Yeah, that's a good point. People have all of this stacked up, this and this. You don't even meet half the criteria that's on your list that you're requiring from other people. Be that person. But I feel like those people aren't necessarily happy because you're chasing after something, but like you're not on that level. And I'm not saying like it has to be financial or whatever, but let's say that, yeah. But let's just say that, yeah. That is purely financial. Right. But let's just say you're you're looking for a certain type of person and you haven't done any of the things to attract that person that you're looking for. It's like you slumming and bumming. You know, on on these items on the list, but you want everything on the list. That's crazy. Because at the end of the day, as a guy, I don't want just a pretty face. Right. Like I could have a dummy and be married right now. Like, what does that get me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, I definitely. I told you know, I told guys, oh, you're not married or you're not this or that. No, I just haven't had the right circumstance, the right person, and that's okay. 
I could have been married probably what three times by now. I can definitely say I, I would have been married like twice. Exactly. So that you I see get what it. I'm yeah. saying? So that's not the issue. That's not the issue. But I really look at a situation like, dang, do I really? And another thing, it's a little bit scary. The thought of putting your whole life together with somebody that takes a great amount of time, building, effort, work. And I'm saying all of this in a good way, not like, oh, God, this relationship, I got to do this. It shouldn't be that. It, it, but it is going to take work, effort um, and things of that nature. But but if you want to do it, does it feel like work? No, See, that's the thing. It doesn't really feel like work. You're doing work because you're expending energy okay. in that area. But it's intentional. But you need to intentionally be doing things that, you know, is going to build up your relationship. Because I've done the whole, you know, like we uh, living with somebody with a mm-hmm. joint bank account. It didn't seem like a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. I never was like, hey, we have a joint bank account. Like, to be completely honest with you, we had broken up for years and still had this bank account out there. <laughs> and one day I remember it was just like, I got a letter in the mail. And they were like, oh, yeah, you guys have a bank account. I hit her up like, hey, we got a couple hundred dollars in this. I'm about to send you half of this. Uh, don't know what, what we did with this money or whatever. And she was just like, I forgot that we had this. But, like, still, we had... I mean, we're still very good friends. Yeah. So we had a certain trust where it just didn't matter. It was like, all right, like, you know, right. I know that you have my best interest at heart. Right. A lot of people don't want to do stuff like that. Right. Like, yeah. I'm going to keep it real. Even people that are married, they're like, ah, joint accounts. <laughs> nah, so like, money. yeah, like you have your money. I have mine and we'll figure stuff out. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so it just, it takes a lot, you know, but be open. You know, that's the thing that I could say. Be open. So I'm going to leave you with the last word because I talk a lot. Um, But I wanted to just say, like, you know, straight up, I definitely appreciate getting a chance to sit down and have this conversation with you. Uh, I think it's one of those things. Yeah, that that's dope for people to hear. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are in our, you know, situation where they hear things. Maybe their friends aren't necessarily telling them the best advice where it's like, no, girl or no, guy, you should do this. And now, like, you should just be happy. Yep, And that's my advice. I tell people. Whatever you do, just be happy. Whatever that looks like. Whatever you need to do to get in that space is is your best bet. Whatever that is. It's not, girl, you should do this. Oh, no, he's this and this and this. I mean, unless it's some extreme case of, you know, sure. violence or, you know, something like that. Sure. Come on. But it's like, if you like it, I love it, you know. But be happy and be open. April, thank you. Uh, this has been great. Um, I'm definitely smiling and people probably can hear me say this while I'm talking about it, but I really appreciate having you. Um, this has been another episode of the real world. Uh, find me everywhere that you can get podcasts. I'm at the Stitcher radio store. I'm at the iTunes store, Google play or SoundCloud. Feel free to hit me up. We drop every Wednesday. Have a good one. Peace out.